Oh, hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Pissed Off Pod. I'm Danny, And I'm Jess, and we're the Pierce Sisters, your hosts, and today we are going to be talking about JOMO, the joy of missing out. Yes. I think, yeah, (laughs) it is an interesting concept because this is the complete opposite of FOMO, being you actually finding joy and happiness of and not being scared of missing out. Yes, exactly. And and sort of appreciating the the things that you don't do because you're not ever missing out on something completely because you're gaining something else. Yes. And I think that's what as a society we forget a lot of the time. Yes, and I also think like that happens because there's certain things that society deems more worthy of doing and things mm. that you really don't want to miss out on and taking time for yourself sometimes and in the quiet just reading a book that's not really idealized I- idolized <laughs> um it's not really it's not favored <laughs> yeah it's not really like oh like you got to stay home and read a book but i went to a party like i really missed out no it's the person that didn't go to the party that misses out which is interesting because if you're like, I'm going to stay home on a Saturday night and I'm going to do this self-love and self-care sort of stuff. Yeah. And you stay in and you do your face mask and you have a bath and it's like, instead of going to a party, that's, it's never framed in that way. It's always like you're doing that because you have nothing else to do. Well, that's how I feel it's positioned in yeah. society is because, because you don't have anything else to do. You do something for yourself. Whereas, you know what? There shouldn't be any shame around doing nothing over what everyone else is doing. Yeah, I agree. I think sometimes I wonder, is it because when you're doing something like by yourself, like you can read whenever you want, you can stay Mm -hmm. at home whenever you want, but things like festivals or concerts or parties or nights with your friends, they're, they're not, you can't do them all the time. No. So I wonder, is that yes. why there's that FOMO? Because it's like, if you miss out now, you can never do it again, which is not true, but you can never have that one unique experience again. But at the same time, doing a self-care night for you one night will be different to how you respond to it another night. So that's still, still valid. Yeah, I think it's definitely valid. And I, I just, I think rather than, I feel like it's like FOMO, you know, like do it or you'll miss out rather than being like, no, joy of not, of missing out. Don't go, don't do it. I think it's better to find a middle ground. That's, that's like do things you want to do, but when you choose to not do the thing, appreciate the joy in that. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah, I do agree with that. I think it's probably not healthy to to put a lot of emphasis on the joy of missing out when you know you're just doing it as a cover-up because you were actually experiencing fear of missing out yes <laughs> i don't think that's a healthy way to go about it i think people yeah. cover up fomo with pretend jomo people cover up FOMO with pretend jomo don't you yeah. think though yeah they I do. pretend that they're okay with missing out when realistically they're just they're heartbroken well it's like why are you missing out then like are they missing out because they weren't invited like (laughs) because if you're you're choosing not to go i think it's a lot easier to actually experience the jomo but when you're sad you're missing out i think it's very it's like you're saying it's gonna be much harder to experience legitimate joy of missing out when you didn't choose to miss out when somebody else chose yes 
you know? So I, I, I don't know. I think maybe in the same way what you're saying, how many people that are going out are actually enjoying it? You know, like, yes. I don't want to miss out. I'm going to go out and have these nights. Like, I probably would have preferred to stay at home and read. And <laughs> Yeah, but, like, even to the point where, you know, I suppose more so, like, when the decision isn't yours. When you haven't decided to go out, like, you weren't invited, it got cancelled, whatever. Mm-hmm. Probably not so much it got cancelled because then everyone's missing out. But in the event that, you know, say you got uninvited <laughs> and <Rip>. then you <laughs> literally... And then you go out of your way to be like, I'm going to have joy in missing out in this Mm. and be like, I'm going to do like self-love and self-care instead as a cover-up. I don't think that's healthy. I think there's a place to acknowledge the fact that there is FOMO, Mm -hmm. but I don't think there's any shame in being like, you know what, let's do something else for me. Yes. Maybe I'm missing the point here. (laughs) I'm I'm really not sure right now. (laughs) I mean... I think missing the point may not be the right sort of phrase. <laughs> I think it might be more... I think everyone could take something different out of it. Yes. Have you experienced Jomo? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I don't know. I've never really thought about it, if I'm completely honest. Yeah. I think, for me, someone who gets FOMO really bad, it's probably good for me to reflect on whether I've felt Yeah. Jomo. I feel like this is a question for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing, okay, I think the reason that I get really bad FOMO is because you never know if you it's going to be good unless you go. So there's a lot of things where I'm like, oh, like, I'd probably prefer tonight to just have a night in. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but what if I go and it's like a really good time? That is like literally FOMO. But it's like, <laughs> <laughs> when I had like my uni friends got had a little get together and it was, I wasn't feeling it. I was just in one of those moods where I was just angry at everything and everyone. I was irritable. I was just not having it. I had a bad night's sleep. And it was like, well, I can't not go to the girls' night because they don't happen very often <laughs> and I don't want to miss out. <laughs> And so I got ready and I went and it was a really great time. Mm-hmm. It was a really good night. I really enjoyed it. So then that reinforces in my mind that I should do all of the things because if I don't, then I miss out on the good times. Because, But then equally, there's times where it doesn't work out. But that doesn't yes. rub off in my brain. Like, don't ever mm-hmm. do anything again. It's just like, yes, let's keep doing things and going out. And I just, I feel like, I don't know, I I appreciate doing nothing when I don't have any other plans. Yes, I can. So I don't think I've experienced JOMO and the fact of, like, I'm choosing to stay in over going out and there's joy in that. And that's the whole point. It's choosing to miss out of an event or an experience or anything and then finding the joy in, in that because... That you are doing it for the right reasons, I guess. Yes, which actually, you know what, going out and missing out on going out is a very good example. I think, like, from our last, mm. we spoke about Switzerland. Yes, I, and, that came and, up in my brain too. Yeah, it's a very yeah. key example because there was, like, catch up if you haven't heard the story. We went on Kentucky in 2019 and we stopped in Switzerland. And obviously with Kentucky, like, you're not there for very long. And we had like one full day in Switzerland and it was basically the opportunity came up to go paragliding and Jess was like, yes, I'm all for it. Very much influenced by FOMO. Yes. Correct? Yes. I was like, I can't, I mean, I genuinely wanted to do it, but there was such a great fear that if I didn't do it, I'd be missing a lifetime experience, which was probably equally influencing me to do it. Yeah. So very FOMO influenced. Exactly. And whereas myself, I wasn't overly fussed. I didn't want to do it. And no. yeah, but was that fear of making mistakes though? No, really. 
What mistake was I going to make? Well, you genuinely were like, I would rather do this in Australia because it's safer. So I thought you didn't want to do it because of of it being a dangerous thing. That, that like did fear. influence it, yes. But I think I found joy in not doing the paragliding. Yes. Because all of a sudden, as soon as I made the call to be like, you know what? Here in Switzerland today is not my time to go paragliding. And it was like instant relief. Yeah. Like I, I found joy in the fact that, you know what? Mm. I get to stay... You don't have to rush anywhere. I didn't have to rush anywhere. I got to stay in the experience where we were at the time. I got to explore the city. Like, I had a genuinely good experience not undertaking paragliding. And although, like, initially when I was deciding, do I do it, do I not, Mm. FOMO was influencing it. But it's literally, as soon as I decided to, you know, and it's not like um, mentally being like, yes, Jomo, I'm on Jomo's side today. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) I'm missing out. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It was more like, it was instant relief because I knew that obviously it wasn't sitting right. It it wasn't genuinely what I wanted to do. My gut instinct was like, this isn't for you today. Mm. Just enjoy what you're doing. And I think that's a perfect example of how like you never really miss anything because when you don't do something, you do something else instead. Yes. So you didn't, miss out on paragliding so much as you got a different experience yes but it's very easy to frame it in the way of like if i don't go paragliding i'm gonna miss out which is what i was doing although i had seen a lot of people go on contiki's and trips and i knew a lot of people that had done paragliding or skydiving in places that were beautiful around the world and i remember Mm. thinking that would be so freaking cool and so i think it was on my mind for a while before we got there and then the mm. opportunity came up so it was fun of missing out something that I wanted to do because well, I was like different. when am I gonna get back to Switzerland and then I didn't know COVID was gonna happen but like Ding. literally when am I gonna get back to Switzerland it's pretty far <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like so you were prepped for this yes and I didn't tell you that <laughs> yeah thank you very <laughs> until much <now. laughs> until today yeah I'd seen multiple people do it I wouldn't if it was skydiving I would have said no too scary to just make on a whim yeah, no. of a decision. But And then also, like, the thing with paragliding is that I wasn't scared about doing it at all. But I was mm. so fearful of making that mistake and dying because I chose to paraglide. I was so scared I was going to die, which is ridiculous. But probably because the girl that booked it on Akintiki, I asked her after, I was like, how did you... Like, well, before I went paragliding, I asked her, like, how did you find them? She's like, oh, I just googled the cheapest paragliding company in switzerland (laughs) and i was like what (laughs) she's like yeah well we can't afford it so i just googled the cheapest company i could find and i was like the only one that was really worried i was on their website i was on their website was also like one of those ones that's just not updated like it's made by paragliders they don't really know how to probably do that so their instagram was good but like their website it was like Mm. is this even real And then we went and I remember asking the instructors, like, how long have you been a paragliding person? They're like, oh, I had 15 years of experience. And in how many countries have you, like, where did you learn? Do you have your qualified training? And everyone was laughing at me, but I was like, it's the cheapest company. I need to figure out if it's reputable. So my fear of dying, I don't know. But then also it's like, it's Switzerland. They do this stuff all the time. So yes, the cheapest, worst company in Switzerland is probably better than anywhere else. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think there are definitely worse places to go paragliding. Yeah. And then you hear all those freak accidents about stuff. like. Mm. But that's the thing. That's the thing about those. They're freak accidents. I know. That's what I was going to say. Like, like, but I, I think, you know what, <laughs> when, when it comes to decision making, I think 
no one ever considers Jomo, which I think is part of the problem. Yes. In normalizing right. it. No one is like, yeah, I suppose if you go back to the festival I never heard example. Of it. Like, no, anyway. exactly, neither. But if you come back to the festival, you're not being like, yeah, I'm going to miss out on this one. Like, yeah, no one ever says that. No. Because people are missing out for a reason. Like, they, they don't want to spend the money on it. They're already busy. They're just not interested in the band. Exactly. They're a long way. Like, the festival's a long way away. They can't get leave. Like, there are so many reasons. It's mm. not like, hmm, you know what? I think I'll have more fun if I don't go. Like, no one ever says that. <laughs> and I also feel like it's the job of the person choosing not to do it with their friends or whatever that has to justify yes. and explain everything. And it's exhausting because maybe they just don't want to. And I feel like that's why a lot of people get pressured in. And I also think when you do something like that, and I've done this before, I try not to do it now, but you really oversell your experience. Like, oh, it was so great. It was the best festival of my life. And, like, you might have really loved it, but there was still, like, the really crappy toilets that you had to deal with and and all of the sweat of people in the mosh pit and the food that made you feel sick and, and that annoying friend that you didn't want to come that just wouldn't stop talking to you. Like, there's all that stuff, but yeah. you, you oversell because people... I don't know why we do that. <laughs> because you have to... Because the person that is, is missing out has to justify why they're missing out. Mm. And then... But in reverse, you have to justify why you decided to do it. Yeah, and that and, it was worth it. And that it was worth it, exactly. Because, like, in missing out of something like a festival or a concert, you save money, you, like, save time, you get to do what you want, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But it's... You really, like... When you go, you've had a huge effort time expense, money expense. Mm. So you really got to be like, it was so worth it. (laughs) (laughs) And even if, like, I suppose in that respect, you're not justifying it to the other person, but you're justifying it to yourself. Yeah, I do think that it's like, if if other people believe that I had the best weekend of my life, I'll believe that. Yeah. (laughs) And it's not to say that it wasn't great, but I just, I don't know, I try really hard now to be quite realistic when I tell people. And I think, like, because, like, I don't understand the appeal in making somebody feel bad about the fact that they missed out. No, I don't like it either, personally. But it's something that I did fall victim to when I was younger. Yeah, of course. I was very like, yeah, it was great, and you missed out. But, like, why? Why, Jess? Why'd you do that? Because <laughs> <laughs> what? that's what society... Yeah, because you want... That's the norm. It's like, it was like the highlight reel before Instagram was a thing. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah, and I just... I don't know, I feel like it's very toxic, not... And, like, okay, so... We are in a time, and both of us now, I'm very, okay. I don't know where this is going, so here we go, guys. (laughs) Let me try and get my words out. I see on Instagram, like, what was that, that reel that was going around? And it was, like, the Olivia Rodrigo one? Yeah. Yeah, and so the damn sociopath, whatever, and they use it to be, like, you tan every single week, or, like, I tan every single week, and then people react, and they're like, you're a sociopath for doing that. Okay. Did we get around to it? Okay, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw a lot of them where it's, like, people, like, you don't drink very much, you don't go out that much, you don't, you exercise regularly, you go to bed early, you read, and you eat healthy. And it was, like, people being, like, like reacting to them, like, you're a damn sociopath. I mean, and, and so, like, in my brain, that's so normal to me now. Because exactly. I'm in that hustle of of living my healthiest life, living my best life, living the life that I actually want to live as opposed to what I think other people want. And I think that's helping me do the Jomo thing because in that, like a lot of people on that path 
are choosing to miss out. They're choosing not to drink. They're choosing yeah. to eat healthy. And that's not missing out, though. Like, because people are like, oh, you choose to go to bed early and wake up and go to the gym instead of party. You're missing out. But you're not. And I just... I think where I was going with this is that <laughs> people that that I idolize or really want to live that life and, and self-development, Yeah, I think Jomo is much more present because it's such an active choice and people do find joy in choosing to miss out on certain things because they're choosing other things. Yeah, but it's just the perspective you take because exactly. the people that are going out aren't missing out either. That's right. They're choosing to go out and the people that are choosing not to go out and to focus on themselves aren't missing out because they're choosing to to work on themselves and and like you can't have everything. You can't do both at the same time. But you can experience a lot. I think it's about taking the experiences as they come and and doing what you want in the moment as opposed to you know, just trying to only go out all the time or only... Well, it's up to whoever you... That's right. Now it's like, does Jomo even exist? I know, because... (laughs) (laughs) this podcast about nothing? (laughs) When I was younger, like, I did... I really wanted to do the going out all the time, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I lived that. And now I'm, like, I want to be asleep by 9.30 or 10. And, like, a night out at, like, 11 p.m. is, like, late for me. Yeah. I think it's sad, though. I don't know I think if it's, it's sad, sad that, you, that you go to bed at 10. Not what I mean. I think it's sad that you a late night view is 11. But thanks, Danny. You're welcome. <clears throat> I'm just, you know, being raw and honest with you right now. I'm missing but, out, guys. <laughs> no, I think, um, I think it's sad that it's more uh, pictured towards missing out if you're not having late nights, if you are... Out drinking, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with late nights and drinking and partying and this, that, and the other. But I think it's like I feel like society only looks as if you're not doing that, then you are missing out. It doesn't look at if you are going to bed early. Yes, and that's what and I was saying. Yeah, well, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I did a very good job. No, I'm just processing it myself because I think I think that's. I mean, that I think society is moving. Yes, and there's that community. That has moved into finding joy in missing out on those classic fun nights out experiences. Yes. But society as a whole, I do think, probably still thinks that the, the, you're missing out if you're not going out every weekend Mm. or if you're not, if you don't have a group of friends that you drink with, especially when you're old enough to drink. That's a very big part. If you're not, if like even me before I met, my boyfriend, he doesn't like to drink very much. And just personal choice, he just would prefer to drive or whatever. But I was very like, you're missing out. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is what you do. Why aren't you doing it? It's blah. And then now I realize that, like, shut up, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> He's not missing out on anything because if he doesn't want to do it, like, you know, like, does yeah. that make sense? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, it does make sense. It's just society so favors the, the drinking and and the the fun and be wild and do fun wild things and go out and as the best way to live as as have how you have experiences mm. but you can find joy in staying at home what are we even talking about i don't know <laughs> i'm like this joy missing out even exist like it does but i think i think okay 
circling back, <laughs> let's take, let's bring this home. I think that the Jomo joy of missing out is an active choice to to choose to miss out on the experiences that aren't truly aligned with what you want. Yes, and find joy in in the society's conventional fear and like projections that you are missing out because you realize for who you are it's not something that you want to do anyway yes and i think it's important not to get that confused with the typical weekend i'm going to do self-care i think for girls that Mm. you know because i've said no for whatever reason like i didn't want to pay for the event or Mm. i didn't i didn't have the time or i was busy and then my plans get cancelled and i can't go like i cover that up with self-care and self-love and I feel like that is just a like you know like just own the fact that you chose yes and then I guess do you mean like trying to like show on Instagram that you had a self-care night yeah 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 because that's again doing the whole like you have to prove that you've made the right decision to other people which isn't true because if you are genuine like instead of trying to show that you had like a great self-care weekend Mm. just genuinely do something you want yes and, and try, and, like, even if you're disappointed, like, maybe you couldn't go out because you couldn't get time off work or something, mm. that might suck, right? Yes. But you can still try and find joy in in, in missing out. Yeah. And I think it's, like, a fake it till you make it type thing. Mm. Sometimes you won't know what you want to do by yourself, but I guess it's just an opportunity to spend time in the quiet and to actively, I don't know, miss out. <laughs> I think the key to this is following what aligns with you. Yes. And not acting on fear. Yes. Because if you don't do something, like if you do something based on fear, like I go to the party because I'm scared of missing out, then you're not, you're not doing the best thing for yourself. No. Right. And, and so if you can actively think like the only reason I would go to this is because I'm scared of missing out. Whereas I would prefer to, spend time to work on myself or go to bed early so I can get up early. Yeah, if or go out to dinner with your family or, mm. like, it could be anything. Like, you don't have to stay home. Yeah, It could true. be absolutely anything. It could to be not like, go paragliding. Yeah, to not go paragliding like me. <laughs> yeah, and if you're making that decision based on what you truly want, then there will be joy in that if you let yourself find it. Yeah. And there's going to be more joy in doing that in missing out on the thing than doing it because you were scared yes most of the time most of the time there's some i don't know (laughs) (laughs) because we were talking about this last time how like the fear-based things do help you sometimes you know because fomo pushes you to do things out of your comfort zone and fear of making mistakes forces you to be a bit more uh cautious which is sometimes helps you be more safe so there's a time and a place for them. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really important point. I think FOMO, JOMO and FOM from our previous episode <laughs> all have a place in our lives. Yes. They're all valid. Yes. They're all justified. And I think once you accept that, and I think maybe it's... I don't know if um, society will ever fully come around to JOMO, so to speak, and be an active thing like FOMO is. But I think as we start to open up to the fact that of making decisions based on what aligns with us, I think that you'll have more fun. Yes. And you'll be happier. I mean, I don't want to make it 
grand statement like that but I think there is something like you're definitely I mean for myself personally I'm happier when I'm doing stuff that aligns with me yes and the germo will come out naturally the joy in what you're doing will come out when you're making decisions aligned with yourself and that was the whole what we talked about last time in our other episode on FOMO and FOM about how when you make decisions aligned with yourself, even if there's a little bit of influence, you've got to keep it in check. Like, know that it's there and then still choose what's aligned with you. Yes. And I think, I mean, there's a clear distinction between FOMO, FOM, and JOMO because FOMO and FOM are very, they're fear-based motivators, Mm -hmm. whereas JOMO is a choice of reaction to a situation. Yeah. So it's like, let the FOMO and FOM have their play their part they're gonna be there always probably for most people in different levels try to start listening to your own intuition and making decisions based on what you actually want yes and what actually is aligned with you and then you will feel the joy in the outcome of that exactly exactly if you if you do feel that joy whilst i think in in experiencing that joy of missing out, you would have experienced either FOMO or FOM behind it. Mm. Yes. And I think the joy comes in overcoming those. Yes. And coming back to what you actually want to do. Yes, exactly. If you if you if your aligned decision is to not act on the FOMO or FOM and you overcome that, that is you're right, that is where the joy should come yes. in, Jomo. That is that is Jomo. I think we just found the light bulb moment. <laughs> Literally. You said it, and then I had to repeat it so I could actually figure out what you meant. I was like, mm-hmm. No, I get it. You're right. If you make choices aligned with yourself and overcome the fear of missing out and the fear of making mistakes, and that decision is to miss out on an event, if it's aligned with you, the joy will will come. It will be there because... Because there is joy in acting in alignment with yourself. Yes. Look, before we... Yes. <laughs> before we get ourselves even more confused. <laughs> I know, I'm like already saying it again and again and I'm like, wait, wait, was it the wait, chicken what? or the egg first? I don't know. <laughs> but I think we'll wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, probably a good time to wrap it up. So, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode on FOMO and JOMO and the joy of missing out. We hope that maybe there was a light bulb moment for you uh, who was listening slash watching. And we can't wait to chat with you next week where we'll have another brand new episode. Yeah. Hit us up on our socials. You can find us at Pissed Off Pod and we are pissed off. We'd love to hear from you um, and tell us your experiences with FOMO and JOMO. Yes. Really interesting to hear how other people overcome it and deal with it and embrace it. Yeah. Like, have you experienced JOMO? Is that something that... Did you even know of the term before? Like, we didn't. We so. didn't, no. Um, yes. And you can also find us, our personal pages, at danny.pierced and jess.pierced on Instagram. So, you know, join us online. And yeah, message us, comment, like. We'd love that. And I guess we'll chat with you next week. Catch ya! Catch ya! <laughs>